politics, power, and the people. From Washington, D.C., this is The Week on the Hill. If you use insufficient resources, it's dangerous for everybody. It's dangerous for the officers. It's dangerous for the protesters. It's dangerous for the population. You want a complete list. Who's in charge? What is the chain of command? And by what authority? The country's greatest civil unrest in more than a half century has set off an especially intense period of protests here in Washington. And the politics of the moment are reflected in the comments from Attorney General Bill Barr and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and congressional Democrats have joined Pelosi in seeking more information about how the military has been utilized, including the National Guard, along with a beefed-up law enforcement presence here in D.C. All of this in the wake of the death of George Floyd who died in police custody in Minneapolis, setting off protests across the country. No justice! No peace! No justice! No peace! Here in Washington, President Trump has defended the decision to bring in troops and the show of force, following vandalism and looting last weekend, which has been followed by predominantly peaceful protests. And elsewhere, he says governors shouldn't be afraid to seek out more resources. Don't be proud. Get the job done. You'll end up looking much better in the end. Call in the National Guard. Call me. It's called dominate the streets. You can't let that happen in New York where they're breaking into stores and all of the things. And by the way, hurting many small businesses. You can't let it happen. But many congressional Democrats and some Republicans take issue with what the president has done and are especially upset by the force used to move out demonstrators from Lafayette Square across from the White House shortly before President Trump walked over to St. John's Church last Monday and held up a Bible. Virginia Senator Mark Warner. I think what happened where the president used force, gas, to disrupt peaceful protesters basically go do a photo op in front of a church in Washington, a church where Lisa and I got married 30 plus years ago, was stunning. The fact that he manipulated the Secretary of Defense and the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs and used them as tools for his photo op was disgraceful. Warner was among dozens of senators who gathered for a very unique moment here at the Capitol to remember George Floyd. The Senate chaplain, Barry Black, led a prayer in Emancipation Hall of the Capitol Visitor Center. Senators took eight minutes and 46 seconds for a moment of silence, marking the time a police officer's knee was on the neck of George Floyd in Minneapolis. Several of the lawmakers took a knee, including Virginia Senator Tim Kaine and Maryland Senator Chris Van Hollen. Later, Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer spoke on the Senate floor about the need for legislation addressing law enforcement reforms. We are demanding that Republican majority leader commit to addressing this issue on the floor of the Senate. Senate and House Democrats have a wide range of proposals linked to law enforcement reform that call for more police accountability, better training, and a proposal that would ban a police chokehold on suspects. The Congressional Black Caucus is deeply involved in developing the proposals. Massachusetts Congresswoman Ayanna Presley is a member of the caucus, which held a virtual town hall on Friday. The protesting and the demonstrating, the blueprint, of the civil rights movement, which we are still in, there is no bookend, is to organize, is to mobilize, and is to legislate. And there will be unrest in our streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. 
The House's top Republican, Kevin McCarthy, has indicated GOP lawmakers are willing to consider some legislation, though he cautions it needs to be fair to police officers. The protests, meanwhile, continue, even during the pandemic. Protesters often wear masks, but social distancing is often an afterthought. And while there have been some rough moments, including vandalism and looting, much of the protesting remains peaceful, as it was one evening near the White House. WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and this is The Week on the Hill. 